Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Where do we even begin? I don't know. I did want to read you a tweet. Oh, that's actually a perfect place to start. Yeah. Let's start from the very beginning. So a tweet. Someone tweeted our male gay's Twitter account, which I, I do not know it, how to log into. Amazing. But, uh, but I did see this. It said, <laughs> are you ready? This is quite harsh. Oh, my God. Are you going to start there? Yeah. Well, I kind of want to call this person out for being mean. Okay, great. Okay. They tweeted this on the 2nd of January, 2023. I mean, what a way to start the new year. <laughs> no, it says, any more episodes coming out soon or have you quit doing them? pretty shitty way to treat your audience <laughs> on the 2nd of january i stand by this <laughs> i stand by this we no one is in need of more content no you've got it you've got so much and and Our kind of yeah. we've been so clear that yeah that when, we're doing our best <laughs> When, from the six years of us doing this, have we ever in, ever indicated that we are seriously committed to this? Yeah. We do it when when one of us f- feels the, the, the impotence to, to send a, a Facebook message. The impotence? The impetus. And to you, I would say, read my fucking book and shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's the 2nd of January. Um, we're having a holiday. Go go to the beach and read a book. You don't need podcasts. Go hang out with your family. Take your headphones off yeah. and actually go talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> but we are so glad for everyone else that are, that are here and committed. And we love our loyal listeners. And we hope that that person is enjoying the, this podcast despite <laughs> the fact that um, they were being ridiculous. I think kind of what the relationship we've set up with is like, we are like your friend who you're like, we should catch up. Yeah. And then you sort of do catch up and then you're like, we should do that again. And it, it doesn't happen for like another six months. And it's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. I just had dinner with some friends on Saturday and it was so good that I hadn't seen it in so long. And I was like, why don't I do this all the time? Um, but then it was also like, you know, you don't have to do it all the time. It can still be if good you, when it happens. If you have something to talk about that needs to be recorded once a week <laughs> for your whole life... <laughs> Life needs to slow down for you. Life needs to You've slow got down. Too much on. You've too much on the plate. Like the, the, it's time for a therapist, like to to interfere because you can't possibly live a life that interesting. I don't need to hear from anyone. Once and a that's week. actually why we don't do podcasts regularly, is because we have nothing on. <laughs> Notoriously. Unbusy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's why people know us. Okay, play that's the. How people know can us. we play the theme song, please? Yeah, go for it. All right. I'm sorry, mom. It's not a phase. Both male and they're both gay. 
and welcome, welcome to 2023. <laughs> this is a year that I actually think we don't even apologize. We don't even acknowledge. Like, this is the year that is like, for me, we're all about us assured in who we are. Mm. But and settled in our undependability, is you this, know? Is this a podcast thing or or your whole life? A podcast thing. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm, just like, I'm planning on being dependable everywhere else. <laughs> yeah, everywhere else apart from the airwaves. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, what my hope would be is that you're living your life, podcasts are finished entirely, like no one's listening to podcasts, mm. and then suddenly you go, oh, hello. Deathbed. A new male guest just dropped. Yeah. Oh. And it's one of us. Mm-hmm. The, other one's, the other's dead. It's, you know, 60 years has passed. <laughs> and it's us, us kind of recapping the funeral. <laughs> um, just sort of chatting <laughs> to ourselves. <laughs> one of us alone at a microphone recapping the other one's funeral. We have to commit to that being an episode now. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, like, it was so nice. It was so nice. What I will say about funerals is very long. You know, just like something like that. Mm. Hey. Have you noticed that, like, life is getting more intense now? Like, which is something that kind of happens, I guess. I didn't realize that it happens in age, but it does happen in age. It's like you get to, like, you know, I'm going to say we're, we're um, mid-30s is in the horizon. And I'm there. You're there. I'm right. 34, I think, is mid-30s. Although some 34-year-olds would lead you to believe that they are, that is not true. But 4, yeah. 5, 6 is the middle. 4, 5, 6 is the middle. Exactly. Yeah. So we're kind of settling into... Uh, they're on my horizon. And it's like the stakes are higher now, aren't they? Mm. That's what I feel like. Breakups are divorces. Yeah. You know... Flats, it's are, like, flats, are, houses, flats are mortgages. Flats are mortgages. Mm-hmm. And like... You know, a cough is a pandemic. It's like yeah. the, it's just everything is everything is more like you really have to sort of begin to talk through and untangle webs, you know, in a way that you just, you never kind of thought. Like I've just got, I'm going to say honestly, more friends that are step parents than I thought I would at this point in my life. That is a, a wild turn of events, isn't it? But it's quite fun. It, it's fun. I just was just kind of was like, whoa. <laughs> I didn't see this happening. <laughs> yeah, at it was this like point. it's like none of your none of your friends have kids, and then suddenly quite a few do, and the kids are seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're literally at thirtieths, and then like you close your eyes, you wake up, and you're like you're meeting someone's stepdaughter. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh my god, that's incredible. Do you think we're gonna we as people who don't have kids on the horizon are gonna feel soon in the minority of people our age? A hundred percent already happening. Um, and I feel like what I will, what I am kind of predicting is more like we've sort of, I think all my gay friends are the ones that are getting married. Um, although I went to like a straight wedding not that long ago, but like it does feel like, although Laura kind of feels like a gay She's, man. And that wedding was a queer event. <laughs> and that wedding was a queer event. <laughs> It was a fully queer event. Yeah, it was like kind of that weird. It would like easily no one would blink an eye if it was in the Pride booklet. No, yeah, any of the photos. You'd be like, oh, Lauren Joseph's wedding. Yeah, that yeah. kind of makes sense. She's she's sort of an icon. They're, sun- they're sunny and sheer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many gay friends do you have getting married? Well, I just feel like I've seen lots of gay weddings. I think about like mm. even like Maddie McLean getting married. Oh, of course, and yeah. 
I'm like within that, I feel like what's around the corner is like the beginning of like lots of my gay friends or like people I, you know, having kids as well. Like I just sort of feel like that's going to start happening. Do you know? Uh, I yeah, yes, we both know gay people with kids, but I, of I don't know of the gay friends that I have, who's planning on it. It's a yeah, but people constantly every week at the moment ask me if I'm having kids when I'm having kids. You'll be a good dad. That vibe is in the air. Which you have famously said on the podcast, podcast you're going to be a great parent. <laughs> to which I said, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> and you were right. Because I, I have no patience for children. Um, I want to point something out. It's 29 degrees in Christchurch. I'm in uh, a bit, an airtight bedroom with no aircon. So I reckon there's gonna, there is going to be a time you're gonna on the bed. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've got my wires crossed there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm horny. I'm actually nostalgic for that. For the hot Christmas day. Like a sort of 29 degrees bedroom. I was sort of 29 degrees day and you're in your bedroom. I'm like getting... it's just sort of in Christchurch. It just sort of feels nostalgic. I'm getting two in a row. Probably, maybe tomorrow I'll plan that because I'm in Christchurch for two and a half days. And yeah, it's 29 degrees today, 29 degrees tomorrow. That's hot. Do you, know where you, do you know where you should go? Where? Jelly Park. I thought about it. I, Chris, guess what? Last I time I was there, I did Jelly Park. I loved it. Did you go? But I don't have any friends to go to the pool with, and I don't know. I think you can go to a beach alone, but I don't know about going to an outdoor swimming pool alone. Not a kids' pool, no. But what you can do is swim in the lanes. But then you're like, you're not even outside at that point. So there's an outdoor lane pool there, and it is divine. Oh, I, I loved it. I loved it. And did you just, did you swim lanes? You're a grown up. What are you going to do? Splash about and do a tea party at the bottom of the pool? Yes. Just do some laps. Handstands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there for the handstands. It is funny when you're a bunch of adults in a pool and suddenly you're like, what do what, what do we do now? Like, because as kids, it's like you hold your breath, you, mm-hmm. you do a handstand, sort of maybe do some synchronized swimming. And as an adult, you sort of find yourself going, hmm, bobbing? That's, oh, yeah, I went to uh, producer Tim Batts. Uh, yes. pool. He has he's my first friend with a pool. And it's absolutely stunning. Beautiful outdoor area. But you do just kind of walk about and Has he kept that pool private, do you think? As in as in he doesn't want the the public to know about it. No, I oh I mean, God. Why? Are you, is he worried that some kind of worst ideas of all, all all time fans will raid his house and dive into his pool while he's not looking? I don't know. I mean I'm sure he loves the fact that we're discussing his pool, but I think it's like it reads as like stealth wealth, but even though like you can, anyone can have a pool. I mean, you can get True. a pool. Well, his wi- his wife is a doctor. Exactly. So can't, I can't keep that on the D-Lo. If you work hard, you deserve a pool. You get I'm a pool. just going to say, it. I <laughs> want a pool. I want a pool. Who doesn't want a pool? Sam wants a pool in our house, and um, I don't think you there's room for it. There's no. absolutely no. There'll be no garden then. <laughs> He's lost his mind. Oh, I'm like, you, uh, can you could have a plunge pool. You could have a well. Go down and small. Well, what do you use yeah. a well for? Like a, you know, like um, what's his name? Tony Robbins. He's got a well. He sort of starts his day by kind of jumping in a cold well. Um, it's not a well, but it's like a plunge pool. But it kind of looks like a well. Is it stones and round? <laughs> but you're not. I think it's literally stones and rounds. You don't use it to get your drinking water. That is what wells are for, right? You to get your drinking water out of it, which kind of cool. Yeah, I miss that. 
No, and, I don't think I ever had experienced that. it. <laughs> I don't. I didn't have that. I'm nostalgic for something I wasn't around for, but it does cool. Obvious some, some obvious traps, and it's funny that they were like around enough that they were like too many kids have fallen down. Mm. Like we need to, because these like if I think of if I say well, the first thing I think of is a kid falling down one. Did it go wells pipes? And was the reason that we went to pipes? Kids falling, kids because kids can't fall down pipes. Mm. Well, well, well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I don't think then. I think a pipe services something completely different to a well. I've serviced a few pipes in my day. Am I <laughs> right? No. Um, but we actually won't let you do that one. Yeah, cool. <laughs> but but I think a well is a water cooler. You go to the well to drink and have a little goss. And have a little goss. <laughs> you'll never get like, pulling up a rope with a bucket. You'll never guess. <laughs> when I think well, I think um, Snow White. Does she not look into the um, her reflection at the well? And she goes, oh, "I'm wishing, that's a, I'm that's wishing." That's a kind of upper well. Yeah, you know, it's a well that you. I'm yeah. Tony Robbins' well doesn't uh, have an up bit with like a kind of little roof. It's like a hole in the ground. It's just a pool. It's a plunge pool. Yeah, I've said that, though. I never said it wasn't. But you did introduce it as a well. And I, I think know. Was, and that was on me a little bit. But That said, though, I think a wishing well, from my experience, is actually just a big, wide, concrete pool, which you can chuck some coins in. And it's a fountain. They're actually wishing fountains. They are wishing fountains. They're kind of wishing pools. Yeah. You're right. There's nothing <laughs> well about that. No. A <laughs> wishing well. Well, hang on. Hang on. You you can get <laughs> yeah. You get you can get a wishing well. Like I've seen, you know, like with a little with the roof and the bucket with the th- and the thing that goes down. Yeah, I think that's probably where it started. And then you get something like the trivia fountain. Yeah, that's which, what I'm which thinking. Is actually of. a wishing fountain. A wishing fountain. I am. I'm wondering. Is that why they had to start getting rid of wells? Because if if the, if the original wishing well was built like that, then I bet some kids were thinking, I should better get down there, get those coins. Absolutely, that's why you get down there. Mm. What? And I think it's a good place to hide as well. Like when when the zombies come, they sort of get in the well. God, have They're you been, been used? Have you been watching The Last of Us? And when I tell you, <laughs> I have to go on my phone while I watch it because it is too scary. Yeah, it is too scary. It's too scary, I'm gonna but sp- I love it. I'm going to spoil episode two for anyone who hasn't seen it, so shut Spoiler your alert. Spoiler alert. But you know at the end of episode two, when she um, burns the zombies down, and the yeah. zombie with the fungus mouth like kisses her. Kiss the- yeah, fungus kiss. So gross. Couldn't get the image out of my mind, and couldn't <laughs> kiss Sam afterwards. And he was playing it up as well, but I was like, I can't touch it this because of those weird things. I hate the fungus. The fungus show. <sighs> But I love it. It is really good, eh? Oh, it's so nice to like... It's funny, I'm always like... There's always time for a zombie show. I know. You think you've done, but they just can keep on coming. And they're always the same. And yet they always feel brand new. Isn't that weird? Well, this one, you're like, oh, but the zombies are mushrooms. Um, Yeah, that is true. And I like that they don't live forever. Like, you can... You can just kill kill them. Because, God, that gets annoying. I'm like, oh, Yeah. And I think I would get a little bit of FOMO. That they get to keep on living. Well, I'd be like, oh, fucking eat me. I want to join everyone. That'd be easier than, like... Oh, like, everyone's zombies, so why would I even want to be a human? 
Yeah. Yeah, they seem like having fun. Well, run around and like kind of yeah. chew on some stuff or like eat. I love to eat. They don't even seem they're like they have mi- a mood, you know? Do they seem miserable? Nah, they're just existing. Because like, I would argue Casper the Friendly Ghost made us all <laughs> feel like death's okay. Yeah. And it could be fun. Like you could make friends with a little girl. And I feel like when zombies, it's like, well, I don't know. It's like, what do you... Would you rather be alone and afraid of all your friends or just, like, join the party? That's how I've always sort of felt about it. The party is what you're calling, like, aggressive, running around screaming and mutilating people. They're just hungry. Yeah. I guess so. And it's actually ableist to say that zombies <laughs> are... <laughs> We're, we actually shouldn't even be using the word zombies. It's not... We watch you say the unloved. The yeah. unloved. <laughs> is there sirens in the back of your... It was. Mm, exciting. Yeah, what what it is. Maybe a zombie apocalypse. Do you want something nice? We also got a new review on our podcast. Just the moments ago? On or? the 13th of January, so only a couple of days ago. What did they say? Five stars. For the last few weeks, I've turned off every other pod and listened to this exclusively. I started at the beginning as I was wanting to visit a more innocent time. Eli and Chris's voices have now replaced my internal dialogue. We're going to be like, go into the mall and steal everything. <laughs> Go into the mall and buy me a pair of Ray-Ban sunglasses. We're a next actor, but it's like we're not doing pranks. We're just getting we're just, them to buy us things. We're just getting this visitor shop for us. <laughs> Go into the supermarket. We need ham. <laughs> or you know what else I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do today? What? Um, go to Scorpio Books, throwback. Hmm. Yeah. Love Scorpio Books. Scorpio Books. I'm going to buy a copy of The Secret History, which is my favorite book, and I realized I was missing my copy and I want to read it again. Oh, and then I found that's out that awesome. you're, you're, I mean, what is 2023 bringing to you? You're on a real new, um, like, you're on a new plane, brother. <laughs> it's so nice, man. Yeah, I'm on a Boeing 737, ready to fly to the sky. Literally, yeah. life has been so much better, and every day I wake up and I look at the time and I think, perfect. Oh, <laughs> 7.30, <laughs> a normal time. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for those catching up, Eli's no longer waking up at stupid o'clock mm-hmm. to um, give away Ed Sheeran tickets. And yeah. has now <laughs> joined us here in... Um, on podcast land, yeah. no longer at the edge. I'm just in a routine of of normal life, and it's been quite a like relaxed, chill start of the year. Lots of swimming, I just lots keep of reading looking books. At you, you and Sam just like enjoying summer together. I'm like, look at those boys, mm. loving their time together again. Just what it needs because it's hard, isn't it? It takes a toll. Oh my gosh, it takes a huge toll. And you, last year, I was going to say yesterday. Um, last year, I really didn't take a holiday really at all the whole time and yeah. i didn't kind of clock it until the end of the year and then i was like okay well let's do four in a row so that's basically what we did four holidays in a row well we kind of did because we did like we did like sam's family up in walkworth we did a bit of christchurch we went to queenstown then we went to the catlins then back to christchurch then we went to um Opanone, kerry woodham's batch oh, gorgeous boy. time saw the dolphin oh. statue have you been there I haven't actually been there, but seeing it all and watching your... Should I call him your partner or your boyfriend? We can go partner now. I'm, your I'm, partner's... I'm, I'm, I'm accepting partner these days. Because I felt you were very anti that word, but to watch your partner's, Sam's, 
TikTok. Oh man, I thought was kind of amazing, and also just so nice to see him um, making content. Yeah, he's put a real effort in, and so that was the first one. And he like locked himself in the spare bedroom of the batch for like two hours to make his vlog, and now he's making these vlogs, and they uh. all finish. <laughs> they all finish with "You simply must," which is the most iconic thing phrase. <laughs> It's so amazing, like, this, um, like, kind of, like, how social media has transformed from us being all, like, sharing private photos to all becoming, like, content creators and, like, mm-hmm. hosts of travel shows and stuff. Like, if I, I've just sort of noticed more, like, informal reels, which I love. And, like, and, like, and just kind of people just, like, TikToking, you know? Yeah. Everyone's kind of creating stuff. What do you mean by an informal reel? Just, like... Just like a friend posting like a reel of her kid. Yeah. With some music. You know, just informal. It's just like, this could be a photo or it could be a reel. The whole, I feel like the whole language of what should be what doesn't even exist anymore. Like I was thinking about, I did a post on my Instagram story the other day and I was like, maybe this is a TikTok, but what is a TikTok? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and maybe it's a tweet. Maybe Sometimes it's a tweet. I feel the urge to tweet and realize I don't have the outlet for words anymore. Only for videos. I think Twitter could be kind of back. Dare I say really? it? And at this time last year, I was like, it is over. I think basically yeah. I've just had a couple of semi-viral moments in the last couple of weeks. So I'm, <laughs> Have you I'm now? You had a big tweet about um, <gasps> Jacinda. If you haven't heard listeners as well, Jacinda Ardern has resigned as Prime Minister of New Zealand. And it's kind of big for the podcast because we were talking about her when she wasn't even a Prime Minister. Yeah. And now we're doing that again. Actually, yeah, that person who just listened to they must have charted her whole her whole rise to to fame. Yeah, it's amazing. What did I tweet? I she's tweeted, easily the queen of the week. She's oh, she's got to be. And do you know why? I, I thought about this the other day, and this was going to be my urge to tweet, and I didn't do it. But to basically head into the office in February and resign is an iconic it's move. So good. It's so beautiful <laughs> to be like, I'm done. Even but just to come back to like, work for a week and then be like. I'm quitting forever. It's like, imagine doing that in any other workplace. It's unbelievable. And I love it. It's so good. It's so good. And the, the phrasing of like, I don't have enough in the tank was just like the most relatable thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Same. I was like, same. Ah, get it. What was your viral moment? Oh, it was a tweet about that. It was about how, unfortunately, no one has enough in the tank. And it went (laughs) (laughs) went back. (laughs) I'm, I do think that Chris Hipkins might be our most, like, cutest Prime Minister. The video that you posted today of him getting clapped, <laughs> he is adorable in that video. So sweet. He's very sweet. He's, like, he's, he's, like a, he's just like a happy little boy. Yeah, I just like, I, I just think it's so random. He's the Prime Minister. Um, and I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm just like... Cute. It feels a little bit similar to Bill English as well. I think it's left wing Bill English. It's like, oh, random. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute. I just, I honestly feel like he takes his lunch in a lunchbox every day. Yeah. I can't really imagine what's ahead for us. Like, I can't imagine those two debating. I think they're both, um, because Chris Luxon, who I deeply um, disagree with so many things that he's up to, but also I met him at Seven Days and he was so sweet and very shy, and shy almost. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know, it's so weird, isn't it? It becomes this ridiculous popularity contest. Um, but, but, but just like voting on personality. I know, just, which is a... So stupid. No one listens to like anything that they're saying. They're just like picking up on the tiniest other things. But he's so cute. <laughs> he is a little sweetheart. I would love if Martin Davidson was Prime Minister. I just think it'd be so good. Yeah, that'd be sick. I'd love it if Chloe was Prime Minister. Um, honestly, I'd, yeah, yeah. And Who we've knows what happened? We've called it before with Jacinda, <laughs> so maybe, maybe this is actually more of a political podcast than it is just sort of us talking about wells and <laughs> it's twenty percent wells, but it's eighty percent hard politics. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Do you have a fact of the gay? I feel like we're talking as if there's not one in the air, and I honestly, I'm fine either way. I have one which is sad. Okay, here we go. But also celebratory. Let's go for our fact of the gay then. Fact of the gay. Okay, so Stephanie Shu, I've quite, posted quite a lot about her on social media because she's in everything, everywhere, all at once. And um, for a while in the Oscar season, it really looked like Jamie Lee Curtis was going to get the supporting actress nom and Stephanie Shu was going to be left out, even though clearly she delivers an amazing, iconic performance. Like, from woe to go, she's just giving everything. And then yes. the tweet that I saw about this, which is the fact of the gay, is this is the first time um, a queer actor has been nominated for playing a queer role since Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen, I know. Eight. Some another queer actor I'm working with at the moment dropped me that fact, and I was like, unbelievable. That I mean, great that this is circling around so that we could sort of observe this, but it's insane. It's outrageous, eh? It's so long. And then, and so that someone did a tweet about that, and then in the replies, they all they listed every straight actor who has been nominated for playing a queer role since then and it's like 15 people <laughs> wow it's wow. such a like dramatic switch so i feel like even if you don't fall on like a hard line and whether straight or gay people should mm. with a straight people should be able to play gay roles etc etc i feel like but short but clearly it's weighed in the on the wrong side if 15 straight actors have been nominated for playing queer roles and lots of them are in movies about queer like queer movies yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's so yeah. It's such a tough one in terms of like as well. Like I think about that heartbreakers, heartbeats. Oh yeah, heartbreakers. Wait. No, no, heartstoppers, heartstoppers. Whatever it is. Yeah, like and just like the prying and like and, you know and and like sexuality being so kind of fluid in that sense. It's like the more we sort of probe or like need people to qualify for roles that aren't like you know race or like gender identities mm. gets like really sticky. But I think. The fact that it's like the acknowledgement of like queer actors in queer roles it should always be the thing that we're sort of striving for sometimes. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I don't oh, know. Bro. 
I just felt that fact made me very sad, but also very hyped. I'm hi- and I kind of am like, I hope she wins. Who else is nominated? Who are the other big noms? So, and this is the supporting actress role. So it's her and Jamie Lee Curtis are both nominated. Then Angela Bassett for Black Panther. It's oh, pretty right. good, but I don't think that movie was that good. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's, yeah, I found it a little bit boring, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but she was good. Uh, Movies can be boring. Yeah. It's Hong Chow for The Whale. Oh, interesting. I haven't and, seen that yet either. We haven't got it yet. Yeah, I don't think we, we got can. it. And I actually can't tell you who the fifth person is. Let me look it up. There we go. Best supporting actress odds. Oh, we can even we can even see who the bookies. It is fun. Oscar noms are fun, aren't they? Who's up for best actress? I don't really care about actor. Kerry Condon from the Banshees of Isherin is um Oh, that's the Irish one, isn't it? The Irish it? one. So it's kind of an Irish movie up and about. An Irish movie up and about. <laughs> How about bloody Paul Mescal? Are you are you in, are you into it? I'm into it. Yeah, there's a, someone put a photo of him running in tiny little shorts on Twitter this morning, and I I'm into it. Really? Mm, I don't. I I'm a, I don't know if it's hot for me, but I think he's. They're always the ones who survive in the apocalypse movies are always ex vets, aren't they? Or, or like sort of veterans, like war vets. It's like oh, I thought you mean vets because sometimes there are vets in, in apocalypse movies because they're good with animals and then they transfer those skills to people. Yeah, but I'm like, I want to see like someone who's surviving because I don't know. I just want to see like with no skills. I want a bit of, chari- of hope. You're like, I want to see someone surviving because of charisma because that's all I'm taking with me. <laughs> <laughs> I want someone to befriend the zombies and just kind of talk them off the ledge and be like, guys, 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 <laughs> there is so much other shit to be. Why don't you eat each other? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Best actress. Kate Blanchett. Tar. Yes. Oh. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. Lesbian conductor film? Yes, I saw it. I saw it. And I think you'll, I think you'll really enjoy it. It's kind of like a play. It feels like it should be, you should be watching it in a theater. <laughs> Oh, that's never a good sign, is it? Nah, but once it ramps up, it gets really good. But like the first scene is her being interviewed by someone for some like, um, you know, it's like a yes. a writers' festival, but for conductors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes the music is fast, sometimes it's slow. But either way, I love to have a stick. I just love to sort of have my little conductor stick and hammer back and forth. <laughs> this, this, this. That's the, she is actually talking about the difference between her right and left hands. And but anyway, there's just like an interview scene that goes for like half an hour, and that's kind of how you kick off. But then, wow. the movie's three hours. But in the last no. hour, it really gets going. No, no, Chris, I you don't enjoy it. I don't think I will be going. It sounds great, and I love Kate Blanchett. I don't actually think I've got three hours to give. I think you. I think it's worth it. Of my life. Oh, sorry, of your life. No, it's only worth it when I'm talking about my <laughs> shitty life. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone's got three hours to give. Do you, wait, didn't you see Avatar though? I have not seen Avatar. Okay, I have friends well, who worked on it. Fair enough, fair enough. No, I do want to see Avatar. I do want to see Tar. Three hours. Nothing needs to be three hours. That's Make true. TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Put it on yeah. reels. Yeah. Anyway, it's definitely not an informal reel. Okay, who else is for Best Actress? Anna Diamas for Blonde. She plays Marilyn Monroe. I've heard that's quite okay. a bad movie. Her it's a terrible movie. 
Andrea Riseborough for Two Leslie, which I was reading about this morning. I'd never heard of this film or this actor, but apparently it was like a very late campaign. So she wasn't getting any of the earlier awards. She did a late campaign and a whole bunch of other stars like Angelina Jolie and Julia Roberts, I think, got behind it and invited Academy members to private screenings of the film to get across the line. It's so crazy that they campaign, isn't it? It's so weird, eh? Michelle Williams, The Fablemans. Love Michelle Williams. I love Michelle Williams as well. And Michelle Yeoh for everything, everywhere, all at once. So I think it's between Michelle Yeoh or or Kate Blanchett. I think they're the top two. But Do you know what's so funny? Everything, everywhere, all at once was one of those films. I like everyone went to that advanced screening of, and mm. then came back fizzing. Like, and it felt like this was maybe it, it feels so long ago. And I was like, whoa! Like the, the hype is crazy for this, and I didn't see it at the time at the cinema because I was just like, what is going on? And I was busy and whatever. And then I was like, the opportunity to arrive will see it. And then like Michael saw it without me and stuff. And I was like, oh, whatever. And then I was like, maybe it's never going to happen for me. And then I think I watched it on a plane. You watched it on a plane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And couldn't believe how good it was. Like, blown away. And I was yeah. like, I remember the hype. Was we like, all told you. Oh, yeah, I yeah. And I knew. It was at the end of 2021. Like, and I, but if there's anything all... we know about human behavior, it's like anything can be recommended to you a thousand times doesn't mean you're going to pick up on it. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, I, and I knew I should see it. And I knew I was going to enjoy it. But I was also like, again, there's just too much on. Like, if, it, there's, there's a million movies to go see. There's a million TV shows to watch. And so I was like, oh, it'll happen. Yeah. But anyway, I believe the, like, the hype, admit the hype. It is crazy, yeah. And then for that movie to also be the movie that is kind of the favourite for the Oscars is quite an exciting thing when it's like, mm. it lines up. The movie your friends like, the movie the critics like, the movie the awards like, could all be the same movie. Parasite, I feel like, was the same, same, same kind of vibe. Yes. yes. God, I love yes. that flick. God, I love I, that flick. I love that flick too. Oh, God, I love the flicks. Remember we used to have flick nights? We'd just uh, have you over and watch movies. Yeah. Yes, and we also did a little bit of like we would take turns at some people's houses and watch a classic for a while. Yeah. Fried Green Tomatoes, Death yes. Becomes Her. What's yes. the Julia Roberts hairdresser one? Steel Magnolias. Steel Magnolias. We- I still want to reboot a Steel Magnolias with Gaming in a sort of early 2000s salon. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. I'm going to hand that to Ryan Murphy to take care of because it feels like he has that kind of sorted. Yeah. You know I saw what? Megan. Oh, Tell me about it. Loved it. So, so good. funny. So funny. So funny. Unbelievable. And I love that. I mean, it's. Have you seen Bros? You have seen Bros. Yeah, I've seen eh? Bros. Yeah. I did not get to Bros. I mean, I, that being. When I say I've seen a movie, it's like. like I saw Megan. I'd be like, that is the movie I saw in the last three months. For 2022. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I saw it. <laughs> but um, I really want to see Bros. But I love that someone tweeted out that, like, Megan's getting more support from the gay community than bros. Which is like, true. It's pretty funny. It is true, isn't it? That's so yeah. like, indicative of our behavior. What is that about? Like, we just love a little murderous doll over like seeing each other fall in love. Yeah, but it's <laughs> funny because something can be quality. Like, I think bros is like a quality movie, but it doesn't become, an, it's not iconic, which is it's the not thing camp. that you know. It's not camp. Yeah. It's funny because, yeah. like, I feel like what the idea of what camp was when we were discussing it, like even the Met Gala got like lost mm. because we thought of camp as just being like anything and like frills or, but then we see this kind of murderous little doll with perfect hair 
in a kind of beige, weird private girl school dress and and singing Titanium. That's and we're like, when she sang Titanium. Cat. I feel bad that we've um, given away Queen of the Week already because there actually is another Queen of the Week. Um, almost just moving to Sister Cinderella and completing her reign as Prime Minister. I just was like, what are you going to <laughs> Robert Jacinda from? I cannot wait. Drew Barrymore. Drew no, no, no. To interview. <laughs> this is like, the, hold on. The campaign is crazy and you can't possibly say that nominations for Queen of the Week are up for Jacinda Ardern, who faced sort of horrific misogynistic attacks yeah, in order to maintain the public health of the country, mm-hmm. and Drew Barrymore, who dressed up as a murderous little doll. She wore very funny contacts, Chris, and they fell out of her eyes. <laughs> Do you know what is crazy? Is that Drew Barrymore got a show and that it's still kind it's of still going? Because when it start, when it when it was kicking off, we were all like, "Well, this is not long for this world." Because she was kind of mucking up words. She looked like she didn't know where she was, and now still on. And it's a dream. I think it's good. Yeah, and what I like about it is, you know, you you always knew with Alan, and Drew Barrymore is the new Alan. Mm. Um, that what you always knew with Alan is that she wasn't her being herself. Weirdly, I was just Drew. You're like this is a hundred percent authentically Drew Barrymore, and the show is about her to a, yes. to sometimes to a bad level where the interviews are more just her getting someone she hasn't seen for a while, and then she- yes. But I prefer that than Alan getting someone else on that she doesn't really like or mm. know, and just sort of asking them questions her sort of bullied writers have been asked to write. <laughs> I've been watching The Simpsons again. Oh yeah, how's The Simpsons going? Well, yeah, we've been we've been going back and forth between either doing like usually in the morning we watch a classic, and then occasionally in the evening we also supplement it with the an episode from the new season, one of which is about Marge working for a toxic positive talk show host. She wow. is a content idea creator for a toxic uh, talk show host. Great app. Wow, Ellen is truly like done, eh? Yeah, no one, no one's like the Simpsons are joking anymore. about it. Yeah, and like on the nose jokes. Like there was a, there's a bit with like magazine covers, and, and their famous Ellen DeGeneres magazine covers that they're doing. Like not even something wow. into it. Yeah, it's so amazing. The Simpsons is still happening. I've started rewatching Girls. A lot of people are doing that at the moment. Yeah. I never have seen the final season. I want to go because I've finished. Well, maybe I should flick and flack between Girls and Sex and the City. I've got one more season of Sex and the City to go, mm. um, and I watched it all last year. But I was like, I just I'm ready for this Girls thing. Like, I want to. I think it's like it was so of the time. It was so um, hot, and then just like you know, crumbled so quickly. Mm. And I want to go back and just kind of understand what it was again, and like hear the writing again. I think. To like watch, to look back at it rather than be like twenty and watching it. Yeah, I see what you mean. It's a piece of history now. It is a piece of history. You're not like, watching the current thing. Yeah, but she, I think, what was lost was like she knew that she was like 
the, it's funny. Like she's mocking these characters. Yeah, everyone was sort of being felt like they were being represented. Through, well, the white women felt like they were being represented through the girls' characters. Yeah, well, I mean, and but the the problem being as well that Lena showed in her real life in interviews repeatedly that she was just as bad, if not worse, as the characters she was writing as well. Yeah. I do think what's it, I can't remember her name is Alison Williams. Yes, as Marnie Sarah Megan. She is, and Marnie is an amazing creation, and she is perfect in the role. Oh, I was just screaming with laughter at this episode where they're talking about um, HIV and HPV and AIDS, and then they were like um, talking about rent, and <laughs> Zoe's just like, "Have you not like, you know?" You, you've got like have you not seen Rent and then Marnie just says without like a drop of irony yes of course I've seen Rent it's why I moved to New York in the first place <laughs> <laughs> and being someone who has recently seen Rent just thought it was maybe one of the funniest things I've ever the idea heard. of moving to New York because of Rent is so good <laughs> but it brings back an iconic quote from my friend and our shared friend Brindley Stent, who I saw very recently, and we because there's a production of Rent on at the Christchurch Court Theatre. There's like mm-hmm. you've got like a huge plug, a couple of weeks, oh maybe a week, but I think it's all sold out now. Um, she she was saying how she saw Rent when she was at high school, and her main takeaway. She said this with irony, but she said like her main takeaway from watching the musical Rent was how jealous she was that there was like a big group of friends all living together and like how much she aspired to like a life where she could like be hanging out with like just all her creative friends. And I was like, oh, it's crazy that like the AIDS, it, that wasn't the takeaway, like the memo from the, it. The, but the it was, main issue. <laughs> it was like the, it was all the lahi bohem about it all. Just like she just loved that energy of them kind of dancing on tables. But what about, I mean, she got it. Brittany got it, babe. You oh, know? Yeah. She's, I think she's living her rent fantasy. I think she is too. In her house, the burnt down bathroom. <laughs> I don't know if we're oh enough to God. talk about that. <laughs> we're talking about, I mean, this is maybe our most sort of scandalous <laughs> episode. But before we get to that, and this is related to Stephanie Shu, when I, did I tell you about how I flooded the kitchen? You did tell me how you flooded your kitchen. Yeah. But, the, but our audience do not know. Yeah, the listeners have not heard. So I was in. This is this is how closely I've been following the Stephanie Shu journey. Is that they released the BAFTA long list, which is when there's like ten to twelve people that will be whittled down to five. And I was reading that, and I was checking mainly to see what the vibe was, but mainly I was looking out for her. And then I just had put a hot piping hot water pouring into the sink, and then it all flooded over the top. And then the wood at the bottom of my cabinets um, expanded, and we had to tear a lot of it out. And it is a beautiful kitchen. <laughs> I ruined. How long was water pooling out of the sink for? I reckon like five minutes. Oh, brother. I know. Yeah. This, I mean, this is a huge vote in the can't have kids category. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> what I'd be leaving the kids in the other room doing. <laughs> well, I'd check the BAFTA long list. So oh embarrassing. Oh, my God. I mean, so mistakes shameful. Happen. Mistakes happen. And if you fucked up your house, text <laughs> house to... <laughs> <laughs> no, no one's paying for anything on this show. <laughs> I have advertised insurance before, though. State. Have you? Yeah. Mm. I've, um, what's going on for me? I've just been sent some... I actually kind of want one. Should we do a... Should I do a plug on the show? Yeah. 
I got sent some canned coffee. I saw that and I was very jealous. Should I do a live review? Yeah, please, please, please. Okay, I'll be too sick. I'll just run and get it. No, no worries. Um, while Chris is away, I'll um, let you know that um, I've been playing the game It Takes Two, which is a PlayStation game where you play parents getting a divorce that turn into dolls. Chris is back. I'm back. Good. I f- I filled with some great content. <laughs> so basically, I got sent a supreme um can of uh, iced coffee, and there's like a dark one, like a you know, like a cold, an americano, a flat white, and another one which I didn't know what it was. Um, but the can was pink, and I was like strawberry coffee, and I was like, no, it can't be that. Anyway, let's open it. Oh, and so this is the flat white one. Yeah. Which I feel like maybe canned coffee might come in. I've seen a lot of more, a lot of people drinking Boss coffee around the place recently. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, I'm into that. I love that in Japan. Mm. There's a kind of a crazy top note coming in, which I don't know what that is. Um, but I've drunk definitely worse coffee, if that also makes sense. There was another coffee company that was doing a can of, like, a sparkling coffee beverage. I can't remember who it is, but it was, like, fully $8 a can, so I never... Yeah, there's just a part of this that feels like it's been carbonated, but isn't now. Interesting. Mm. That it's oat milk. Oh, it's oaty. And that's their only... Water, brewed coffee, oat milk... Yeah, and you're 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 back in your full fat normie milk oh, bus, bro. right, bro? Bro, 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 oh, bro. oh Billy Eichner's bros. <laughs> I am ordering cow's milk so confidently. You getting and judged I'm, for it? Pardon? Like I'm the getting judged. They are so shocked. Mm. They're just like, what kind of milk? Oh, and what kind of milk? And I'm just like, milk, milk. <laughs> God's made. milk. Round the corner, fudges made. <laughs> Yeah, milk, milk, milk. <laughs> I'm like from the tit, from the teat of the cow, and then they go, oh, okay. I think, yeah, it's wow. kind of interesting. It's really interesting, and I love it. It works the best, yeah, because the amount of milk that I'm having in my coffee, say a long macchiato, it is pittance. negligible. It, yeah. Like, get a grip. That amount of milk, that amount of dairy in, in my guts, fine. And the Fine. whole the whole bloody steaming system was designed for cow's milk. It's designed to use that. And so, especially if all you're asking for is a little bit of foam, foaming up oat milk, you know, who even knows what that is? No. Anyway, that is good. I yeah, like no, that. So, I, oh. um, so, there's the plug. Oh, I'd love to be sent some of that. I reckon now, if they're listening to the airwaves... Mm. Send Eli some. I'd love and then some you Supreme can, Coffee. Then you could try it a week later. I'm a real coffee. And actually, buy Supreme all the time because that, that's the beans <laughs> that are sold closest to me because they sell them at the New World Metro. I've got a coffee subscription, actually. I get Kokako um, coffee and Atomic coffee sent to my house. And do they... Do at they, the door. Do they change the beans? Like, is it a different type? You got it. Cool. It's, it's honestly a true delight. That's so cool and I need to do that. Yeah, get on board. A coffee subscription? Mwah. Mwah. I, to be honest, though, the best beans that I've had um, were from Coffee Workshop, which is on Kyber Pass Road. Are you going to eat in any iconic Christchurch eateries while you're there? 
I'm trying to do just for a brief amount of time keto, so I don't know what I'm going to eat. I know, just for a few days. You know why? Yeah, I love that. And um, so, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to eat. I did have a. I had a Dimitri's just a few weeks ago when I was last here. So who's to say what I'll have? Well, look, it's been great, and who knows when this happens again? Yeah, but we're not going to promise anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a delight. Enjoy the next couple of weeks, and I love you dearly. See you in 2024. <laughs> Over and out. <laughs> Remember to rate and review. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.